0: Welcome to the Mike Hewitt Show, 10 years and growing. It's about family, business, work, and politics like you've never heard it before. Yep, it's true. There's more than just a touch of wry humor mixed in. And
1: now your host, Mike Hewitt. Folks, I am Mike Hewitt, co hosts Miles Bauer. Miles, I got to tell you, no Ludwig. It could be said that we're Ludwig free today. There you go. Uh, who are, We can
0: still make fun of him. He doesn't actually have to be here, correct? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, we won't have to struggle as much to keep him on topic.
1: <laughs> oh, he's a lot of work. That's why I tell him. All right, listen, let's dive into this because we've got a whole bunch of show notes. Uh, China has stolen U.S. military secrets to create a formidable J-20 knockoff of America's F-22 Raptor. Listen, i got to tell you something. I the, the part I continue to wrestle with, Miles, and I know I'm supposed to be, this is like an onion with a lot of layers, I get that, but I genuinely don't understand why not only our government, but the people of the United States continue to embrace China when China is doing everything that they can to be our ad, our, our, our adversaries. Uh, militarily, politically, economically, they are not our friends. Uh, what do you What do you see when you read
0: this kind of stuff? I don't know if I'm necessarily worried about this particular thing. This kind of came off to me as kind. Of, it, it's very you you uh esque. They they want us to see China as the bad guy.
1: Okay, who's they? Who's they? When you say they want us to see China?
0: Yeah. So the the uh, media. Okay. And the
1: established. They've got me convinced. I I see China as the bad guy.
0: I do. And and I'm not. But but I I'm not saying that there aren't problems there between Mm -hmm. China and and us. I'm just saying how we got here over the last what couple of decades reside all there in Washington, D.C. D. Oh, no, no. I entirely agree with that.
1: I, In fact, I did one of my weekly features just a couple weeks ago where I rattled off the names of presidents starting with Nixon, both parties that have reached out in perpetual... F- <laughs> some, some of it is so bombastically arrogant, by the way, on our part. At least that's my interpretation. Each one of these presidents come and go... They weren't looking at China as a possible military threat. They kept thinking we're going to get two or three more percent of their market. And our market share hasn't changed in 25 years inside the borders of China. And they'll correct me. Oh, no, Mike. But we've got all kinds of companies over there doing business. Yes, we do. And they're employing Chinese people and sending products back to us. And we're thinking it's American. I, 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 listen, to me, it's just bombastic. The path yep. that our leadership, to your point, in Washington, D.C., both parties have put us on what I think of as an untenable path. Uh, that's, that's my own personal. And then I bought the very next article on my list, Chinese president takes rare direct aim at U.S. Uh, in a speech. He's mocking us. He's not, like, hiding it. He, he very, very, very directly is mocking Biden. I guess I'm okay with that except for forget what I personally think of Biden. I have a lot of respect for the presidency of the United States regardless of which party sits in the chair. That's a that's the, and I don't expect them to have reverence for him, but they're directly taking on the United States when they do when they take on the presidency. That's how I see that. While they're stealing our technologies while they're deeply invested in our higher education, they are everywhere. And you talk about media; they're deeply invested in our media. Um, we talk somewhere on today. We should talk about TikTok and my 60-second features and how TikTok blocks them if they think that it's critical. Like the one I mentioned, where I rattle off the numbers of presidents that have capitulated to them in prayer of a, of a market share, that was immediately blocked by TikTok. But if I do one that's entirely critical of Biden, they love that one. Folks, right. come on.
0: Miles, am I being hypersensitive on this? No, but I would uh, point out one one thing. I did temper reading this a little bit. When you think about Chinese culture, they are very much into honor. They so, are. It is, it is key for Xi Jinping to do something like this because he's attempting to demonstrate to the party leaders that China ha, has is honorable. But we don't do that here. Right. Which, by the way, when I, when
1: you and I were kids, there were a lot more folks trying to honor things like I said a moment ago about the presidency. I don't hear much of that anymore at all. And folks on my side, our side of the aisle... When they hear me defending, not Biden, but the presidency, they look at me like I've got a Cyclops eye. And listen, I think it's critical for us to, you know, all of the cliches from World War II about politics should stop at the, you know, the edge of the pond. Um, and I think that's where we're at with this topic. Um, I just say I worry about them. If, if any, you, you go to, a, I don't matter what, whether we're talking about cars or cotton balls, doesn't matter. You'll be hard pressed not to find a dominant Chinese uh, input into our marketplace, and you know my position on that stuff hasn't changed in the forty-some years we've been sometimes debating it. Um, I'm I'm America first, and I was America first before the slang, the saying was America first. I think this is where we should be focused at. That's
0: but that's, but you know I, what though? I mean they make cheap products and. There are, you know, Joe Joe Sixpack doesn't have a ton of money.
1: I get it. That's because that's because we've. It's, listen, somewhere on the list, we got to talk about. We should at least touch on uh, Biden's uh, unveiling of his of his new plan, which includes loading up Joe Sixpack to your term, loading him up with more taxes. So they right. spent they, they they sent out all kinds of free money that they didn't have. They printed it which drove inflation through the roof. You and I have talked about that since it began with Trump, by the way. Um, And and inflation, 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 really raw, predictable stuff. And now the answer is, oh, my goodness, the revenue stream doesn't match the inflation that we've caused. We better (laughs) better tax people more. And I'm going, wait a minute. The inflation that you caused is taxation. I'm sorry that 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 value that disappeared – It didn't just disappear, it went to the government for the government's use. That's where that money went. Uh, To me, this is just raw, basic economics that are not taught anymore, and I I think that's a crying shame. But the last thing I want to talk about before we run out of time, before the break comes up, what concerns me most about China is what history tells me. Every country that's ever had a lopsided gender, and by the way, their, their uh, population is dropping like a rock. Every country that's ever been placed in that circumstance has had to go on the war path to make up the difference. Every single one of them, not like some or most or kind of lots, every one of them that's had a lopsided gender because they've been aborting little girls for several generations, and their gener- now, now their population, like I said, is in free fall, and, uh, uh, Miles, history tells us what path we're on. What do you
0: say to that? No, um, although I do, I do wonder, given the number of soldiers China has, I don't, I don't think we have the ability to fight against them in a conventional war. Agreed. Agreed. We can
1: barely—we've we, we've not done so well— in some, of the, in some of the most recent conventional police actions we've had uh, because of numbers. And you've got a billion people that are armed and ready to come over the hill. Conventional would not be what happens. That's just not the, the reality of the path that we're on. Listen, though, we've got to go to a break, folks. Do me a favor, stay with us, because we're just getting ramped up. Stay there. We'll be right back. Enigma Report with Mike Hewitt. I'm reading an article about the four Americans kidnapped in Mexico, two of which were murdered. My heart is with the two survivors and the families of the two victims. One of the four was seeking affordable health care in Mexico. It's about failed leadership on both sides of the border. The people of Mexico and America shouldn't be forced to live in fear of international gangs, and the American people shouldn't be forced to risk their lives in pursuit of affordable health care. Recently, I had to wear a heart monitor. The fee for the seconds needed to stick the sticker on my chest was fifty three bucks. One of the prescriptions I take costs more than thirteen hundred a month. Our healthcare industry is off the hook, unaffordable, made that way at the direction of our government. Mexico lacks leadership. America lacks leadership. Find the Mike Hewitt Show on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Listen, Miles, I got to have you help me get my head around this because, of course, the week was filled appropriately so with lots of news articles about those folks that lost their lives and what took place in Mexico. The reality of it, though is that, uh, listen, when I ran Renegade River, I had customers in my shop uh, every day that I most I got to talk with most of them. Most of them were in the age group of 40 years old and up. And a staggering percentage of people here in West Michigan folks um, would go to Mexico for dental work and for other work. And the reason is, is they flatly couldn't afford it. And I, so when I heard all of these stories... Just like that, that little feature said, my heart went out to the folks that were involved in it, but it caused it, to me, it causes a reasonable mind to look inward, to say, why is it that in a country like America, those folks felt the need to go to Mexico to have a tummy tuck or whatever the actual medical procedure was that that person was trying to get? Miles, reeled me in again. When I saw that article, I got angry, but I got angry at the Affordable Health Care Act and, and the fact that anybody thinks taking the consumer out of the pricing structure, that's what we've done in America, would not have the effect of what we're seeing in the health care department. So I'll, and I'll I'll get off my ramp by, by revisiting the one thing that I said in that piece that for me made it personal. I go to the medical center. they literally stick a sticker on my chest. I don't know how long. It takes to stick a sticker on somebody, equate it to a Band-Aid, one second, two seconds, absolutely not three seconds, $53. Not by a cardiologist, not by a a nurse practitioner, not even by a clerk. It was somebody that stuck a sticker on me, $53. Miles,
0: what's going on with our country? Well, no, I mean, no, I, I certainly agree. With all of your uh, points that I made, or excuse me, that that you you made rather, you've been listening to lugwig too
1: much. <laughs> <laughs> I've always agreed with both sides of that debate. <laughs> so. But
0: the one the one caveat, or at least I would I would throw this theory out. Maybe I got my tinfoil hat on. I don't know. This and three dollars and fifty cents will buy you a coke. There you go. I'm just wondering. Have we been told the whole story? With that
1: particular set of people? Yeah. I, I Listen, I agree with that. I questioned it also. But then I started doing the math, and folks, you can Google this. Even Google can't hide it. There are tens of thousands of people in the United States, many tens of thousands of people every single year that cross the border to Canada or to Mexico to get help. Uh, it, it, by, by the way, Miles, you'll find that there are actual medical cities that have been built up around the Mexican US border on the Mexican side just to get our health care patients. I mean, they're, they're literally have opened up cottage industries for US citizens seeking cheaper health care. That's an easy thing. Anybody can find it. Right. So, is there more to the story? There may, I don't know. But I do know that a lot of folks can't afford care in their own country. So they they have enough money to get in a vehicle or get on an airplane and go to a different, I don't even have a passport. passport. So I'm not one of them. But listen, if it doesn't cause us to do some inward looking for a moment, to say what is, by the way, I did post that on TikTok. TikTok took it down the first time or they just killed it. So I reposted it with a new title, Somehow the title was better than the feckless leader title. I don't know what the difference was, but they blocked one and allowed the other one to go. Somebody immediately said that a tummy tuck is not a medical procedure. And I thought, well, great, just go to Midas or some other, you know, muffler store and tire shop or oil change facility. Since it's not medical, rock and roll, good luck with that. I, <laughs> I tell you that way because I don't want to justify the, the person's reasoning, I don't know that. Yes, there may be more, except for two of them are dead. And this happens in the many thousands per year. We've got a crisis in America with our health care when middle-class people
0: can't afford dental work. Hey, can I um kick off a related subject? Do we have enough time? Absolutely. Jared okay. says yes, so yes. Okay. Uh, RealClearPolitics.com. Okay. Victor Davis Hansen, The article is entitled The Price of Eliminating Consequences. And the reason why I bring this up now is that we talked about China and we talked about Mexico. And what Hansen's getting at in this article is that if we don't provide consequences because you hurt our people or you hurt our market or you disgrace us, then what Hansen concludes is that we are basically going to lose the country that we grew up in, and we're, we are going to be in this Hobbesian, you know, the state owns everything, the state can take whatever they want, they don't have to go to Congress, they don't have to go to anybody, the state is the state. Um, I Listen,
1: I in general, I agree with them. My only pushback on, on the way you described it, and folks, I'm not trying to be shrill. I'm not a conspiracy guy. And yeah, maybe I've got a tinfoil tin hat to your words. But I think that the country you and I were, were raised in is already gone. So yeah. we could be fight, fighting to get it back, but it's gone. Um, I do yeah. agree with him in general, and that's probably what I was trying to articulate when I'm looking at China. We keep letting them do this to us. And evidently, that's okay, because Biden, Trump, the whole list of them, all of them are still saying, and, and it, it may even go to your point on a totally different topic. Back when COVID was first rolling out, and it was my belief then, and it, and it continues to be my belief, that first off, it was it was released from a Chinese community laboratory. I think that the United States funded it to start with. That's another topic. But it came from China, and whether it was a biotech that that got out or was released out as a test, we may never know, but we know where it came from. And for us all to fret and go, oh, we, we can't we can't say that. Yeah, if it's the truth, we can say it. Now, your pushback then was, yeah, but who wants to go to war with them over it? And you were correct. But do we really need to continue to trip over ourselves? to make
0: sure that we're our best they're our best friend when they aren't right no and i think that that was that, that was the whole point to the article was wasn't so much to start a war but he's saying because we're eliminating consequences like like for instance you remember the rioters right which, um, which ones the kavanaugh
1: riots the riots in the cities all across america or the january 6 issues
0: which ones all, all of the above right agreed when, when when we allow lawlessness in the street it's naturally going and and there are no consequences for that it's going to escalate
1: now you've got big drama going on in Chicago we're, we're, we've got to go to a break but I want to I want to talk about that with you miles because I see okay. even cities on the East Coast are saying if you were 24 or 25 and younger uh, and you commit you know, homicide, you won't be charged as a as a federal, you know, um, I, I, how do you get your head around that? So at 24, right. you can kill somebody, but you won't, don't fret because you will not be felony murder charges coming at you. Um, it, it goes to Victor Davis Hanson's point, and we got big bumps in the road with, with this new way of thinking. Folks, stay with us. We've got to go to a break, but we'll be right back. Folks, if you're just tuning in, I am Mike Hewitt, co-host Miles Bauer, and listen a couple a couple uh, housekeeping notes. First off, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcast, but also you you're probably listening to us on one of our affiliate radio stations, and I thank that radio station very much. Thank you very much for carrying the show. But mostly, folks, we genuinely appreciate our listeners. Um, I get a lot of emails from people. And I please, please, if you got a suggestion, comment, question, send me an email, Mike at the Mike Hewitt Show. Um, in the meantime, we are broadcasting from our beautiful flagship station, Holland, Michigan. Someday we're going to get the spring here. It is WHTC 1450 AM and 99.7 FM. Miles Bauer, listen we've got to pick up where we left off because we left, that's a big topic we've, we've got hanging.
0: Um, Start me again with Victor Davis Hanson's point. So his, his point is whether it's the rioters throughout the whole, you know, the summer of love in 2020, right. Or the rioters in Georgia or where, wherever they have been, or whether it's Mexico or whether it's China If people don't start suffering consequences for doing these things to us and to our country, then it's going to just naturally escalate because we're in effect giving them license to continue to do what they are doing. I I think that's
1: true. But we're seeing it manifest itself in communities all across the United States with targeted either community legislation or state legislation. Now, I've watched in Chicago. Is there is there now a law there? Tell me what the new law is. Let me approach it that way. What's changed in Chicagoland?
0: Uh, there's a bunch of change. I don't know <laughs> specifically.
1: Uh, that but with No bail. I think it was bail. Oh, so yeah. If you steal my car, you're probably going to beat me home after you've been arrested. Yeah. I I, Listen, I find that, like, and I touched on it right before break, you've got, I think it's Boston, where they're advancing uh, laws that say (laughs) if you murder somebody at 24 years old, you're not going to be charged with felony murder. And I I can't get my head around that stuff because it is so contrary uh, to what you're saying. And by the way, the left is not liberal anymore. And I tell you that. And, we, and, I'm, and, and I'm not excoriating them. I'd say the same about some on the right, just to make that clear. That if you mentioned rioters along the path, and I, I, I don't want to make the show about the January 6th thing. I think everybody's beating that drum. But when I listened and I watched the, the Tucker Carlson uh, show, when I, when I watched <laughs> uh, all of that unwind this week, the the thing that I I just couldn't get my head beyond was that the rioters that you mentioned from 2020 were treated very differently. The folks mm-hmm. that the folks that rammed themselves into the Senate building to disrupt the Kavanaugh uh, nomination hearings, the the folks that took over huge chunks of what was it Portland Oregon or Seattle yep. one of those screwball oh. left, leftist cities out there. Listen, all of those folks were treated very differently. It was all misdemeanors released, $50 fine or don't worry about it, just go home. Folks, I got to make myself really clear on this. I am not justifying any of the rioters on January 6th. I'm not endorsing them. I'm not embracing them. But I am saying our judiciary absolutely must treat these folks across the spectrum without any ideological bias. Must. This is not about partisanship. It's about justice. And if we don't have justice in our courts, Miles, we don't have a country if we don't have justice in our courts. If the persons on January 6th that were guilty, whatever the law says should be the normal crime for whatever they're guilty of is the same thing that they should be charged with as... (laughs) As the rest, you can't have the the bureaucracy, which is how I see it. Everyone uses the word establishment. I use the bureaucracy, and that's what I see as the problem. They bend it left. They just do. It's a fact. It's not debatable. And they looked at the folks in the 2020 riots and went, "We agree with them." Heck, up here in Michigan, we even had the the wicked witch of the north that was strongly re- reelected. By the way, thereafter. She was out on the streets marching with folks that I consider to be rioters. I'm not against marching, by the way. I'm not against protests. I've been a protester. But when you're breaking things, that's not protest. That's breaking things. That's rioting. But they treat them very differently. Miles, that's not appropriate. That's not
0: small r, Republican form of self-governance. Am I all wet on this? No. You know, the thing that kind of stuck out to me, do you remember last summer... We had the former congressman on the show. Uh, Peter, Peter Meyer. Was it? That was Peter Meyer. That was, uh, I'm
1: pretty sure that's who you're referring to at the time. He was campaigning and, to keep his job, but he was a
0: yes vote in the uh, Trump impeachment, and that cost him his chair. No, and you remember, he and I were were uh, talking. I, I asked him, I said, is it okay for the January 6th people to be held without charges? And he kind of sidestepped the question yep. and, and said, well, you know, they, get, they got charged uh, uh, a month or so back. That means they were in jail with no charges. Okay. And did when when did we amend the Constitution and wipe out habeas corpus? L- listen, I don't know names, so I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to anyhow.
1: I'm told that there are still people being held without charges. And, in okay. fact, we should do a deep dive on that for next week's show. Uh, right. I, I I think that in wartime, you take a guy like Abe Lincoln that, that tried to set aside habeas corpus. Uh, in fact, then he tried to arrest some of the Supreme Court justices that pushed back on that effort. Rightfully so, I would add. But you could almost look and say wartime, it is what it is, but not political time. Those right. things are in place exactly to prevent what we're watching, where this guy gets four years for being a moron, this guy gets slapped on the back and, and, and high-fived for being a moron because the bureaucracy agrees, with that doesn't agree with that. And by the way, when I look at the Q1 guy, I don't see a rioter. I see someone that needs mental help, and I look to the left, the liberal left, there is no such thing as liberal left. That's why I say that tongue-in-cheek. And say, why aren't you demanding this guy gets counseling? Because that's really what he needs. The guy's not, he's got a mental issue. I don't say that disparagingly. Anybody that looks at them, him, though, running around with horns on his head and a spear, there is absolutely zero risk of this man overthrowing the government. To think of that it's, it's so buffoonery laughable that it tells you who we're debating on this topic. And please, folks, on our side of the divide, I am not—I am not defending, nor nor am I disparaging that issue. I'm not trying to take a position on it. I'm saying our judiciary needs to be earnest and fair. Um, I read where the defense had no access to those videos that Tucker played.
0: That's that, another violation of the Constitution. It, it
1: is, and and that was buttressed by by the the the, the Brady Act. That was, that was supposed to be codifying what the Constitution says. And, and listen, CNN, Fox News, and everywhere in between, for any of these organizations to justify, folks, it goes back to Victor Davis Hansen. There must, there must be a pushback on this. We cannot reward this by being silent.
0: Am I wrong? No, I mean you know there 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 was so much wrong in there. The the reason why they called it an armed insurrection, they considered the flagpoles a weapon. Right, they did, uh, but but those were not weapons. Um, right. um, um By
1: the way, the multiple times the left went after Senate nomination hearings with with all kinds of different instruments. I and, and by the way, again, I'm not doing. They can do it. We can do it. I'm saying that the judiciary has to be unbiased and and fair and constitutional to your word. Folks, stay with us. We'll be right back. All right, Miles, I got to take us down this path. I almost feel a need to apologize before I get to it, but... (laughs) reading a headline from foxnews.com, Twitter laughs, groans as Joe Biden gives biological male woman, <laughs> women of courage award. I, I, Miles, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it again. I'm genuinely confused by what the far left, the extreme left, I don't know what they're trying to achieve culturally. When I see these things, I, I hate to be cliche, but I'm with most of America, where I think it's it, it, I'm I'm looking this through through the eye the prism of a male male prism. I get that part, but if I were a woman, I guess I'd be insulted to have these kind of honors bestowed on somebody that genetically can't can, is simply not a woman. Right. Help. What what's their goal with this nonsense? They got to have a goal because
0: they're very consistent in their effort.
1: But what, well, what, they, do you, what do you guess? They honestly? want to
0: try to demonstrate that the uh, that our existing culture is not functional. I want to take us a little bit off the path here for yep. for a second. Yep. When you and I were going to school together, I was walking into a building in front of the photography teacher. Yep. I opened the door for, her, and she yelled at me for for doing it. Later on in the conversation, she asked what my mom did, and I said my mother was a housewife. <laughs> and she got snarky and said, oh, so is your mother married to your house? I, you and I both remember the women's lib movements of the late 60s and 70s. Right. Where are these women today? They fought so hard to get women's rights to where they are, and now they're just watching it sl- slip away. But it's
1: slipping away by people that have traditionally been on their side. And I'm left with some cliche arguments, frankly, internally, folks, to be candid with you. I ask myself, are people like Jill Biden, not Joe, because he doesn't know whether he's a foot or horseback, people like Jill, is, does she fear the far left and so she's throwing, a, throwing the dog a bone? Or does she actually believe that that man... Belongs on the stage being honored uh, as a woman. Does she actually believe that? Or, again, I ask, is she just throwing the dog
0: a bone, the far, far, far goofy left? What say you? I, I have no idea, but I, I still want to know why there aren't a bunch of people out in front of that building burning their bras. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, listen, I, I, I,
1: I, you're exactly right. That was a flashback, by the way. Thanks. Those yeah. were the good old days. All right. <laughs> Flight attendants fear for safety amid unruly flyer spike. And, again, just like January 6th, folks, this is not me justifying unruly behavior. Please know that up front. But, and, and, by the way, I think it's still shades of Victor Davis Hanson. When yes. I look at the airline system, both corporate and government. The, the, the process that they put people through leads people to the edge. It makes them angry. I remember myself being on a flight, can't even tell you where I was going anymore, was eight, nine years ago. And I had a phone, I had just bought a new phone, it was time to turn the phones off. Stewardess comes down the aisleway. Can I say stewardess anymore? Flight attendant. They got some new non-non-gendered name. A human being came down the aisle, told me to turn off my phone. And I laughed. I said, "You know, it's brand new. I'm right now trying to figure out how to do it." She slapped it in my hand. I I I said, "You do not want to do that again." Then I suddenly had people in other rows angry with me for talking back to her. My point is, is that by the time you go through the TSA nonsense, folks, it's utter, complete nonsense. It's absolutely government on drugs. By the time you go through that process, get felt up, insulted, and feel like you're entering, it's, I can't say that stuff on the air. It's so bombastic. And then you get in a chair that's been downsized, and extra rows have been put in. Uh, Miles, you've flown a lot for business. Do you do you believe that it's changed
0: in the last 20 years, or am I overreacting? No, I I do, but I think again, as you made reference to earlier, again, where are the consequences for standing up? What there there was a guy the other day, got out of his seat, and he was trying to open the door. Right. You know, I mean, why aren't the police waiting for that plane to
1: land? I, they should be. And by the way, I've seen them in the past come back on an airplane and remove a a drunken, disorderly woman, been liquored up, pulled her top off, was, you know, vomiting on the back of the seat in front of her, and, and the plane was not allowed to leave, and she was removed. But right. but let me add that was probably 15 years ago. And political correctness did not stand did not trump hate to use that way that I'm stuck with that that cliche now, it didn't trump common sense. Politi- to me, political correctness has got itself way out in front. I wouldn't want to be a flight attendant now, to be candid with you, so let me defend them for a moment. Knowing that the folks go through going through the flight process are so put out and that they're getting there, it isn't fun like it used to be. It used to be a. I used to look forward to it. I not no more. I flat not no more at all. Um, different different world. Uh, listen, I I want to make sure I get to this topic before we run out of time. I won't I won't do a rant in our last little bit, Miles. But uh, <laughs> you uh, he's he's not believing me, folks. U.S. college enrollment is dropping. Can this be reversed? That's a question asked by weforum.org, but it was all over the place. Fox, CNN, Yahoo News, a whole bunch of people over the last 18 months mostly have been talking about the U.S. college enrollment dropping. And this actually is opposite of Victor Davis Hanson's point, but there's a problem with it. And this is me taking on the other side of this argument, so it'll make you laugh. But there is a pushback from Common America to say, you know what, if you're going to give us four years where 75% of the curriculum we're paying crazy money for has nothing to do with what we're trying to graduate with, absolutely nothing to do with an advanced bowling on my on my path to being a lawyer, stop it. People are walking away. The problem with that is actually we actually need educated people. So well, uh, Miles, there's got to be a fix there.
0: I'm going to push back a little bit. Said the, I, I agree Said the guy that, with the double
1: major and the masters.
0: Yes, push back. <laughs> I, I, I certainly want my, my doctor to have operated on, you know, frogs and things so yep. that when he, when he puts the scalpel on me, he knows what he's doing yep. or she knows what, what, what she's doing. And I, I agree, attorneys have, have to go off and get, get elected. But back when I was still a programmer many moons ago, Code Some of the people that I worked with that were also programmers, they had degrees in English. Right. I'm I'm going to throw out another one of my post World War II theory. So I do have my tinfoil hat on, <laughs> but I just wonder if edu- education is changing. That this is not the unless you go to college, you're going to end up homeless and, and in a, a refrigerator box. Uh, l- listen, I think that's always been the case.
1: I've, I think that there's, all, but I will add that, and I've talked about this before, and I don't have enough time for a deep dive on it, but I'll say it again. Eighth grade in the year 1900 was on par with a four-year degree now. Folks that want to argue with me, please email me, mike at the com. I'll show it to you. Think about that for a minute. Eighth grade, it has the academia equivalent. Doesn't have all the round fuzzy stuff, but in terms of can you read, write, do basic math? Yes, yes, yes. Can you now? Probably not. Um, I, I think that there were trade schools. Abe Lincoln, I mentioned him early in the show. Abe Lincoln went through a, through a uh, you know the old-fashioned tutorship, working for a, a lawyer, and we're not in that. This probably, by the way, were those code singers with English degrees. I'm guessing that's how they got their knowledge. Nobody yeah. wants me to be a code slinger. <laughs> right. Can you imagine that, Miles Bauer? That would be scary. I'd have to buy a lot of Coca-Cola because that's how I got my math done. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> Anyhow, oh, yeah.
1: listen, we're down to just a couple seconds. i got to ask everybody, please do me a favor. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Take a look at the mikehewittshow.com. Please, please, thank you very, very much for joining us. Be safe, and we'll all see you next week.